The New Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of The New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments, and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. So you're working with a patient and you want to get them from A to B, from injury and back to full health, and you want to take them clearly safely and you want the rehab process to go as smoothly as possible so I know you're already doing this clearly you're going to follow a plan so you the, the plan's going to help you take that patient from A to B from their current injured state when they first come to see you during that initial assessment and then back to full fitness and what full fitness is is going to be obviously very different for each each and every patient that you see. It might be a professional athlete, you're trying to get to the very highest level. It might be a elderly patient that you're just trying to give back the ability and function to, to get out of a chair pain-free. And I'm sure planning and putting together a rehab plan is clearly something you already do. At the start, you probably look at tackling the pain, getting on top of that so you can you know, obviously help them out day to day. You might start with some range of movement exercises. Then you might look at loading the injured area through the rehab exercises you give your patients. Depending upon the patient, then you might add some additional load. That might be weights. You might get them back in the gym. Uh, and again, again, depending on function and depending on what, where you're sort of trying them to, to, to sort of get them to, you might then progress to things like hopping. And then finally, for higher level um, patients and, and athletes a return to activities like running or integration back into sport so that process seems pretty simple and it's the, the the process and approach you know it might be slightly different to depending on where you were, were taught at university and, and guess different lecturers and different thoughts and and sort of um, opinions around sort of rehab but that's pretty much the a simple approach and, and a very similar approach to, to how many of us, myself included, yourself no doubt, were taught at sort of university to, to treat the patients we work with. So that's what the textbooks told us. Uh, and that's what the textbooks told us would work for the patients uh, and the athletes that we work with. But in real life, unfortunately, um, this doesn't always happen. And probably the the 
one of the biggest areas in rehab that I see new grads struggling with the most is actually knowing when your patient is ready to actually progress. So the simple rehab structure I just sort of rattled through there, pain, range of movement, you know, low-level rehab exercises, adding a little bit of load, hopping, running, etc., is a pretty simple approach, and it's okay. And it might work for some patients with pretty low-level issues, pretty simple patients that maybe don't have a great deal of other issues going on, a checkered past medical history, other health problems, etc., etc. But fortunately for us, those type of patients typically don't turn up in our physio room. We're left often with the patients that have tried things before, have a lot of other stuff going on, the body started to compensate, they've got as well as a knee issue, they've got an ankle problem, they've got low back pain, they've had it for 20 years. You know, clearly the textbook type of patient, I'm yet to see one in sort of 15 years close to of, of seeing patients, um, those textbook cases of a knee, you know, a knee injury, an ankle injury, a low back, shoulder pain patient just simply don't don't turn up um in the clinic. They might be going to someone's clinic, but they're definitely not in my clinic and they're definitely not in the clinic of the therapist that, that sort of I work with because again, patients are more difficult than that. And sometimes that real simplistic approach that I've I've gone through there just simply does not not work. So going back to rehab planning and rehab progression, one of the big issues therapists have, particularly in new grads, is knowing when to progress or sometimes actually regress your patients if they have a little flare-up in symptoms so you can deal with the, the patient's problems in the best possible way. Because, again, regardless of what the plan looks like from start to finish, one of the big issues that you've got is if you progress a patient when they're not ready to progress, regardless of what injury they have, they're going to break down. So if they're not ready, if their body's not ready for the next step, they're going to have a flare-up in symptoms. And their symptoms might be pain. Their symptoms might be increased instability. And you know, regardless of, of whatever it is, a breakdown in function, you know, whatever it is for your patient, if you progress them too quickly, there is an almost certain chance that they're going to struggle. Their body's not ready for it and you know, they're probably going to break down. Then they're going to be back in your clinic They'll be there the week after, they're going to be frustrated, they might be angry. Some of these patients just might not turn up Turn up again. You know, They might just think, you know what, um, that physio Andy, um, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, He's not the right person to, you know, to help me get back to, to where I need to be. So these are the patients that, when you're in clinic, that DNA, they don't turn up and then you contact them and then they never get back to you. And you sometimes, and I, and I did this myself, so I know I'm exactly where maybe you are right now. And I used to think, oh, well, maybe they're actually better. Maybe, you know, and some of these patients should tell me, oh, you know, I actually feel really good now. I, I, I ran last week and I was fine. And I used to think, oh, maybe they are. I fixed them. You know, I thought they might need six sessions, but I've done it in three. But from experience and then actually from getting some some honest answers from particularly working in sport where there's no hiding away you know you, you're particularly when you're working in a team sport and um, when you're working in a club 
um, those patients, those players don't go anywhere else. You're going to see them the next day and the day after that and the day after that and every single day after that. So you know if they get better or not because you're going to see them again. It's different in obviously in the National Health Service and private practice where they're coming in from outside to see you and then you may not see them again. You're not, you're not going to see them walking around the street or running around um, the local park necessarily. So again, you don't always know uh, exactly where they got to. But I learned from experience and from some patients being quite honest with me that they weren't getting better uh, and they were trying to be nice to me by telling me, you know, oh, I'm actually all right, when they weren't and they were breaking down and they just lost confidence in what I was doing uh, as a physio. So, so as a new grad, you know, I probably put my head in the sand and thought, you know, I'm doing a great job. These these patients are getting better. They're getting better faster than I even anticipated. I'm, I'm doing fantastic. Whereas in, in total, uh, in you know, what was happening in, really was they weren't getting better. They were breaking down. They were not going back, coming back to see me. They were probably going off to see other physios, which when I realised that was a bit of a big, big dent in my ego. And, and I'm sure it is for yourself but key to that was then me understanding the process of rehab and ensuring that that I had um, my patients on board with what we were trying to do and really important to this is is ensuring where possible you know I still flare patients up now when I'm pushing them sometimes really hard particularly in sport where we've got a really finite time frame to, to get an injury back sometimes you have to push them um, this is less of an issue in sort of private practice and non-sport settings where you know you maybe have a little bit more time to to rehab a patient and time is is less of an issue but regardless whether it's a patient whether it's an athlete you need a clear marker to know when your patient is ready to progress to that next rehab step so each time you progress your patient's rehab you need to know why you're doing it. You know, why are you progressing your patient? You need to have a rationale as to why you're allowing your patient to do more. What has your patient been able to show you in that appointment? What have they been able to tell you so you know with confidence that they are ready to be progressed? And you also need to be really clear about what that next step, what that next progression looks like. Because if you don't, then how do you know that you're on the right lines? How do you know you're still working towards that end goal? Which again might be that you know football game at the end of you know next week. That might be that elderly patient you're trying to give back some function so they can get around their their day to day life in in less pain. Pain is one marker that you might use. So again, this can be really really useful early in the rehab process. To help guide what you do. It helps guide the treatment techniques you use and the rehab exercises you prescribe to your patient. But it's not the only marker that we can use. And just because your patient is pain-free, it does not mean they're fixed. And it does not mean that your patient is actually ready to be progressed. And this is probably one of the biggest errors that I see um, new grads make in regards to, to rehab and in regards to progressing patient is where you rely too much on pain as a marker of progress. So the pain's getting better, they're ready to progress. The pain's gone away altogether. So you push your patient's rehab on. But no sooner than you got rid of the pain or improved the pain, 
it's back with a vengeance. Sometimes it's worse than it was before. Your patient's, again, back in your clinic room. You didn't see it coming. They didn't see it coming because you told them they were you know, going well in the rehab process. They were ready to progress. And you're left with this patient that, again, is in your room, frustrated, demotivated, sometimes angry, and you're confused as to why this has happened. So subjective markers like pain, like a, a you know, visual analog scale, are important and they are helpful. But also having objective markers is really, really important. It's vital to so you can know, you can test that your patient is actually ready to progress. Because if you're not testing, ultimately you're just guessing. If you and if you're just relying on something like a subjective pain score, like a visual analog score of you know pain-free walking or upstairs or, or whatever it may be that you've used as an objective marker for your patient, then you know potentially going to get you're going to fall foul and you're going to make some of the the big errors that I see new grads making week in and week out. So again, are you really confident with the patients you're working with? That patient that comes in to see you, when you give them the you know the green light to go. You know, start back in the gym or go for that first run are you really confident they're going to be okay are you confident with what you've done up to that point to be able to give them a thumbs up and say this is the plan i want you to do this is what i want you to do in that running session on saturday this is what i want you to do on the tuesday session and i'll see you you know next thursday or the week after um you know are you really confident they're going to be able to tolerate it are you really confident that what you've done up to that point in the rehab process is sufficient? Do you have some markers to to you know to back that up to say you know I've tested X, Y, and Z to know I'm confident you know my patient is ready for this because I've done X, Y, and Z before that point? Or do you always have that little bit of doubt in the back of your mind, thinking do you know what I think they'll be all right, but they might struggle. I just don't really know. So having a step-by-step rehab guide takes out this guesswork. It takes out that worry and anxiety you have around your patient's rehab planning because you know that they've done enough to that point. And yes, in a in a small minority of cases, you might have patients that flare up a little bit. But if you've got, even then, if you've got a step-by-step rehab guide, you know exactly what to do next. On both my upcoming um, face-to-face courses, so my lower and upper limb course days, I'm going to be showing you a real-life case study and bringing this to life to show you exactly how this six-step rehab planner works with real patients and real athletes. I use this exact system, this six-step rehab planner, with every single patient that I see in my private practice work and with every single athlete I treat. Um... I used this exact system, the six-step rehab planner, last week when I was in camp with England football to rehab a hamstring, a patient, uh, sorry, I should say a player, with an SIJ problem, an Achilles injury, um, all whilst on camp, all injuries that they brought into camp, um, which allowed all these players um, to, you know, to turn around their injuries pretty quick, get them back on the pitch quickly, safely, um, and contribute to, to two wins during the six-day camp. It's the exact system that I have taught to hundreds of therapists um, in my new Physio membership who are using it right now with their own patients and athletes. The only other place I teach 
this um, rehab planner um, in this much detail is on my in-person courses. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, when it goes out, there's still time to book on these courses. So my Lowland course is happening on Saturday, the 29th of April, 2023. The Upper Limb course is happening the following day on Sunday, the 30th of April, 2023. Due to my other commitments um, in the consultancy work that I do in sport, at the time of recording this podcast, this is probably going to be the only time I present in person in 2023 so it'd be awesome to see you there um both course days are being held at the wheatwood hall and hotel which is in leeds in the north of england like i said next weekend saturday and sunday the 29th and 30th of april 2023 there's a little bit of theory to start each morning then it's all practical teaching and it's in the afternoon session where I'll show you exactly how this six-step rehab planner works. So you can go away from the course and integrate it with your own patients, your own athletes. And I'll show you the exact markers that I use. So you know with complete confidence that your patient is ready to progress. You'll have the clarity that you need to be able to treat any patient with any injury, even as a young and inexperienced physio. So as we're not too far out from the course, there are not a whole lot of places left. Um, you can book to attend um, either day on its own, so come to the lower limb course or the upper limb course, or if you want to come to both, you can. Um, and in doing that, you'll actually get a big discount if you book both course days. I've secured a deal with the hotel, so if you're coming and travelling you know, from bit further afield then you can stay at the hotel at a heavily discounted rate you get bed and breakfast and obviously you're at the course venue so you literally can just roll out of bed and you're there you'll get free lunch in the hotel restaurant on the course days it's free teas coffees refreshments throughout the day you get a course manual which will include the presentation slides a cpd certificate and also a free copy of my book the new grad physio so there's a whole lot going on on the course we're going to cover everything from the subjective the objective assessments, and I'll go through my exact system to again to how I assess, how I rehab, how I treat the patients that I work with with both the lower limb on the Saturday and the upper limb patients on the Sunday. And building around a real life case study, I'll show you how this actually works in real life. So you can integrate it with your own patients and athletes that you work with. So any questions about the course you want to book on, uh, you want to, you know, you want to get on board, then please reach out to me. I am at New Grad Physio on Instagram and Facebook. There'll be some links on some of my posts around the course. You can email me directly. I can send you a private link to, to book on, andy at newgradphysio.com. If for any reason you're listening to the podcast and you've missed the course, so it's after the 30th of April 2023, try not to worry. Um, you can get access to you know, some of the components that I teach on the in-person courses via my online Newgrad Physio membership. So please see newgradphysio.com forward slash membership. Finally, and as always, a big thanks for your time and attention and thanks for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate you um, 
you know, giving up some part of your day to listen to me and I hope you have found it helpful. As always, any questions, any feedback is always appreciated. Just reach out to me. Uh, but until then, I'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great day, whatever you've got planned, and I'll see you all very soon. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, The 5 Breakthrough Steps to Confidently Treat the Shoulder Right Every Time, Avoid Mistakes and Stop You Feeling Less Adequate Than Other New Grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new grad physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.